is your captain speaking. Please fasten your seatbelts. We are about to enter overdrive. This is the curve. Hello. You are listening to a vintage Osborne introduction. Joining me this week and every blooming week is a man best known for bringing back the famous 18th century fashion item, the ruff. A crinkled white neck piece worn by Henry VIII and other Tudors, his ruff repertoire involves a suit line for Debenhams and a swimwear collection for Giacomo. Welcome, sitting at slash on my right hand today, is Nashua Manuna. Thank you, Jeremy. I'm actually sitting on your left. Doesn't matter, uh, I read the introduction. I, I've made up the introduction just now. Yeah. And as I've always said, it's a doggy dog world. Rough, rough. Uh, welcome to our politics special. I know we advertised it as a Brexit special on the last podcast, but it's not just Brexit, and we don't care if you're annoyed. Brexit is not broad enough for us. No, we're very broad people. We're broad beans when it comes to pulses. Broad and shoulders. your pulse will be racing today, I tell you. Nice work. Thank you. How's uh, the curve team? Uh, the curve team <laughs> have encountered some difficulties, actually. Tell me more. I would really like to know more about how Gillian Mansford and our new toilet cleaner are getting on. Our new toilet cleaner? Yeah. Oh, Jessica. Jessica. Yeah, she's 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 around. Jessica's doing well. Although, but, um, maybe don't give an update on her because not much has happened. She only started yesterday. Yeah, she she's not actually sure what she's doing yet because we don't have a toilet. But um, <laughs> Gillian and Mansford uh, may be late to respond to your emails this week due to being arrested for taking part in the Extinction Rebellion London protests where Gillian, I have been informed, graffitied the houses of Downing Street, Jeremy, by obscuring the numbers with a thick bechamel sauce <laughs> whilst Mansford fed mouldy blueberries to the neighbourhood cats. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know they were so passionate about it. Uh, they were passion fruit about it by the sounds of things. Moldy passion fruit. Right. Yeah. Um, thanks for the responses to the riddles last week. Riddle last week. Riddle, yeah. Um, had an had a interesting email. A very arrogant, cocky email. Oh, yeah. From a, a guy who we both know. Uh, won't reveal his actual name, but we'll call him. Uh, it rhymes with uh, Poo Mulcher. Poo Mulcher. Um, which is apt. Um, because uh, can you read the riddle again, or rough, um, roughly? Uh, roughly, it was uh, there's a group of people on the boat. Um, you turn around. No, you you look again, and there's not a single person on the boat. Yeah, yeah. So um, I didn't know the answer. No, Pooh Mulcher uh, said they're all in a submarine. Hmm. To which the curve team. Don't know who it was, Gillian or Mansford, responded yeah. incorrect. Yeah. Pooh Mulcher then said, Ouch, I was getting ready to roast Jeremy for being an idiot. Ooh. I didn't know he said which is, that. Which is fabulous, really, because he's the idiot. Yeah. Or she. Submar- yeah. yeah. Shh. That person is an idiot. <laughs> classic. <laughs> classic Pooh. Classic Pooh. Um, as we said, politics special. I, do you want me to give the answer to the riddle? Sorry. Yeah, that would make sense. That yeah. That makes sense. Uh, the answer was they all got married. They were all married. Not a single person on the boat. I think it's they were all married, not they all got married. Maybe. Can't get married in that short space of time. 
As I said, the politics special. You can this do week. anything on a boat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> politics special this week. Britain mm. is in the throes of a violent politics. Yes, episode. yes. Britannia is uh, currently mm. suffering. <laughs> Bring uh, a few uh, it's hiccups. It's not in, funny. Uh, not funny. It is funny. It's not what we have to discuss. I think people are gonna begin to listen to this and think these are just a couple of jokers who don't know anything about politics. But we actually do. We know a lot. And having said that, on the back of that statement, um, a lot goes on back and forth about the leadership. Theresa May, yeah. Jeremy Corbyn. Who do we choose? Ed Miliband. For me, there's only one man for the job. Yeah, yeah. Ben Fogle, Ben. Not in not in politics at the moment, but um, he's fair, uh, a little camp, and uh, could do a great job. He could. His campaign slogan campaign. could be. Hey, his campaign slogan could be, the Fogel point, the British public. He's going to make the working, and lower middle class people of uh, of. Uh, of this country, the Fogel point of his campaign. He is indeed. He is indeed. I don't know who he is personally, but Ben Fogel. Yeah, personally. We. S- oh, personally. Yeah. I mean, you see him on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I heard him on a podcast earlier today. Good. Yeah. So, politics. Let's dive straight in. Number hot, one. Hot topic number hot one. Topic. Oh, too spicy. Diane Abbott was seen uh, a couple of in the last couple of days drinking a couple of tinnies on the train. Yeah, um, was it the underground? I th- think it was the underground. What happens really on know. the underground these days? I tell um, you. Well, not drinking. It's been made illegal by Ooh. Boris Johnson um, when he was mayor of London. Wow. So, bit, bit of a. But she doth breakest the rules. Yeah. Um, so, interesting fact about what um, the impact that that has had. Mm. Um. A lot of Marks and Spencers in London, where the mm-hmm. drink was from, have now sold out of that drink. What is the drink? G- uh, mojito in a can. Really? <laughs> She's a classy lady, isn't she? Break, uh, so. Don't mock her. Sorry. She's just having a good time. She's having a good time. She had a stressful day at work. Yeah, I can imagine. You know, two, two plus two. And um, she deserves a break. So if she starts a little early on the, on the underground, shoot her. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Don't little, actually. But. A little late, depending on who you ask. What do you mean it's a little late? It started a little earlier. I said it's a little late. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of people on Twitter sort of kicking off saying there's been everyone's having a go at Diane, but actually in reality, I don't think anyone is. Nobody no. really cares. I think people are just enjoying the the memery. Uh, that and just the uh, the lightheartedness. <clears throat> yeah, around the subject. She looked very sad. <laughs> So maybe not so lighthearted. It's then. never the answer, Dan. Remember that. Try yoga or uh, meditation for a positive attitude. I want to know whether it was actually alcohol in there. I mean, why is she she's buying a can from M and S? No, what I think's happened is she's drank it the previous day, and she's she's got a big bottle of innocent orange juice yeah. in her office. She's, I can't take this on the train. Pours it into the can that's left over in Why the office she? from the late night she pulled the, the day before. You can't. Nobody carries empty cans around. No, but it was on a desk from the night before. I think she's admitted it. I think so. Right. That's your theory well, out that's the window. A different. 
Um, so if you have managed to get hold of a mojito in the central London area... Um, Maybe the shame of drinking orange juice out of it was greater than admitting mojito. Or it could have been straight whiskey. <laughs> in which case... That's... Get some help, Diane, because... Get some help. Um, hot topic number two. Uh, introduced by my co-host... Uh, National Michael Houdini Minuna, yes. Um, so this week we've been. Um, this is a serious matter. It is. It is uh, in many ways. Um, Extinction Rebellion. You that may have sounds heard. Like a a game on a games console. Yeah, it's not. No. It's it's real, and it's vibrant right now. It is a protest group campaigning Might. currently against the issues to do with the government's response to climate change. They also campaign, I've heard, against the extinction, funnily enough, of animals and, um, and, the, rebellion, and the preservation. The rebellion against the extinction of animals. Yeah, not for it. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> Nobody's done um, that, I don't think. Not even the worst people. Although, that does bring up an interesting point, I feel. Um, so, we know that a lot of methane comes out of cows. Tell me more. Tell me right? more. Right? You see where I'm going with this? Yeah, yeah. You're riffing. <laughs> yeah. Um, if a lot of methane comes out of cows, then they have a problem with that methane, right? Yeah. But at the same time, you can't kill the cow because that's one step closer to its extinction. Now... Where do they sit on that issue? Are you suggesting eat more beef, therefore kill more cows? Or are you suggesting stop eating beef? And therefore reduce the demand for cows. I don't think I need to suggest anything. The first one is, is wrong. You can't suggest that. Right. Second one uh, is uh, up for debate. And I think a lot of people who are serious about uh, environmental issues should be vegetarian. Mm. And if they're not, question their motives. Yeah, I guess. Emma I haven't Thompson. really thought about it. Emma Thompson. Mm. Now she's an interesting character, isn't she? Someone could question her motives quite um, vigorously. Yeah, I was going to say detailedly, but that's um, not a word. Intricately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Emma Thompson is the worst of the worst, really, <laughs> in some respects, as she flew from first class, first class in a carbon footprint masked plane. I don't think it's got a mask on. Everyone knows what they hey, are. Okay. Um, from America to Britain to join the protests. And she said, she was questioned about it, and she said, if I can fly without emissions, then I would. And I think if you're going to be serious about climate change, then just don't fly at all. Yeah. Someone's swim, response swim. to that might be, well, it's her work. She has to. She's strained to, constrained to that form of transport. Don't work in that field then, if you're that serious. Well, and I think you do. Well, have your to, career is uh, more important than the world, is it? I think there is a certain amount you have to do it for work. But is the Extinction Rebellion work? No, no, it's just gaining no. a more thousand followers on Twitter, isn't it? No, I mean it's doing a good it's doing a good job of making the the government aware. But I, d- I don't think they realise who they're dealing with in the government. No. They're dealing with, you know. You know, there are, there, there are certain characters that will have an opposite effect to the, what is going on. The target audience is incorrect. Yeah. You are messing with commuters. You're messing with middle working class 
people who get by on the trains and yeah. public transport. When actually, you know who you should be messing with? Yeah. China. Right. <laughs> Do um, explain. I saw a little graphic. Graphic? Graphic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> earlier this week, telling me about the uh, where the ocean plastics come from. And 95% of the world's ocean plastics come from 10 rivers. Can you name them? No. There's right. two in Africa. There's a couple in India and a few in China. Uh, maybe one in Thailand as well. Right. The or Yangtze is one of them. Yangtze River. Yeah. yeah Good yeah, takeaway. Yeah. The Nile is another. Um, none from, actually, uh, Europe. Okay. Or America. North America, I should 95%, say. 95%, you say? 95%. And so, me feels uh, that those countries, while they are developing, should be making more of an effort to contain mm. their plastics. Interesting, interesting. I would agree with that statement. Not Jim, who sometimes puts cling film in his plastic recycling box at home and gets his bin searched <laughs> after a long day of working in an office. I've been Jim before. Huh? I've been That's illegal, Jim. so you're making to a crime live on air. Not live on air, on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, they, they didn't take my rubbish. I didn't realise. Sometimes you, you cook chestnut mushrooms and you don't take the cling film off. As in you do when you cook them, but not... <laughs> um, not coming to your house for dinner. <laughs> well, Satire. Here's the thing, Jeremy, though. If Jim doesn't recycle, then that percentage is going to sway more True. towards Very, Europeans I agree. being more I agree. What, what, of an issue. What I'm saying is, we are doing okay. Jim's doing all right. I mean, he's making a couple of mistakes here Jim's and there. Jim's a good but Jim's guy. Doing Jim's fine. a good guy. I used to play. Um, I'm not going to make up a Chinese name because I don't know any. Air hockey but, with his son. Uh, yeah. Um, but I'm just, that's what I'm saying. The target audience might be a little off. So uh, that was hot topic. Hot topic. Um, moving on swiftly. Um, what are we at? Uh, one economy, please. One economy, please. This is a segment by National Michael Houdini Menuna. That is I. Um, in this segment, I I will be acting as the economist. Um, that's the role I'm taking in this. Uh, the way we wanted to structure the podcast this week is uh, Jeremy's more of the politician, the journalist, and I'm the economist. I bring the numbers. I bring the numbers game. I'm a slime ball. You're a slime ball, and I'm a an economist. You said that right. <laughs> um, I was uh, listening to a podcast well a radio show podcast right on the economy and the effects brexit could have on the economy pros and cons hit them hit me pros and cons so by the sounds of things either way the economy is going to suffer instantly after brexit yes so right. i think that's a given yeah yeah so we'll see a sudden drop yeah um but what are we seeing afterwards? Are we seeing climbs? Are we seeing food? Well, we, uh, well, Jeremy, um, <laughs> we've seen the sterling drop and rise, but mostly drop overall. Mm. Um, and this has been seen as a bit of an issue. Yeah. However, uh, someone on the radio was explaining from one economist to the other, to me, uh, <laughs> this not, isn't necessarily a bad thing. So we are predominantly an importing country, yeah. right? Yeah, we yep, import yep, a lot yep, more yep. than we export. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're you a know? service industry country rather than a manufacturer these days. Indeed, indeed. Not like the olden days. Yeah. Um, so 
to import you need money more money money than you have because you don't export as much me needing money a lot now money me yes Um, and to get this money you need loans and to get these loans you need to be risk free or low risk okay yeah because of because of what Brexit it's we're not so much low risk as we used to be yeah as the sterling has dropped we're mid risk yeah which means we're getting less loans Mm. and that's why the sterling has dropped yeah so it's yeah, like a yeah. two a double a double whammy. So because the sterling drops uh due to the fact that people aren't giving us as many loans, this means that we have become slightly more competitive in the exporting business. Mm. Uh which means we we're we're able to sell things and people are actually buying them because they're not as expensive as they used to be. However, there is a downside to this. Firstly, we don't export that much. Yeah. So you'd have to. This is why it's a long. It's going to be a long process, yeah. and you're going to lose in the short term for sure because we don't export as much as we import. Secondly, companies might turn around to you and say, "Jeremy, you're selling me this at this price. Mm. I know your pound has dropped. Yeah, you're going to sell me it at the rate it's dropped at. Yeah, they're ripping us off. Yeah, so they might not buy it. Yeah." And uh, that's the pros and cons. They might, they might not. <laughs> that's my economy so, segment. Nash's economy segment. Uh, what we've learned from that is, economically, it might go well or it might not. Yeah. Might or might not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> um, have you got a politics analogy? I do have a politics analogy. I have a Brexit analogy. Brexit analogy, well, even better. Um, uh, would you like to share it with us? Give me a second. You've written it down <laughs> on a piece of paper that you folded into a boat. Oh, no. And he's like, trying to unfold it, and he's sort of ripping it. Um, it's well made. Yeah, it's a good boat. Good bit of origami. I got all. That's the wrong one. I got three boats. Um, oh, I found it. Good. Okay. This is my Brexit analogy. Britain is like a bad structural engineer. (laughs) A bad structural engineer living in a tent in the garden because only he can see that the house's foundations are weak and cracks are forming. How's that analogy then? Britain is saying oh there's problems with the EU that's why we want to leave but they're the only ones but their reasons for leaving because there are problems with the EU but their reasons for leaving aren't exactly those reasons sometimes they're they're bad reasons okay a lot of the time they're bad reasons but there is a problem with the EU so it's like the structural engineer has gone into the house he lives in and said I don't know oh those beams are off no it's like he said it's like he said those beams are off when they're not and it's actually the foundations so he's not going to live in it okay uh, so he's lived in the tent and sometimes house, it's sunny but it might also be rainy it's not great in the tent the tent isn't good the tent is Brexit it's not great in there but it is you know a ceiling over your, ha- over your head a roof over your head that's not collapsing yeah and then eventually is there going to be a collapse is there not yeah can the yeah. foundations last weekly it's tenuous. Uh, it is tenuous. It isn't. It isn't. <laughs> Think about the polar ice caps. No. Right. Um, 
the next segment, and again, this politics episode is a bit of a special for us, so we are riffing through these saggies yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. tomorrow. Saggies um, are like eggies, but without any breadies. Soldiers yeah. on their own, marching through the stone. A light, a light, a light so bright. Britain politics. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this segment is um, is called uh, the mysterious fortune fellas. See what I've done there with fellas and fortune tellers normally. It's like my uh, whistle. Yeah. Uh, we're going to look into the future with Houdini. If you know Houdini, he's a famous magician and fortune teller. So we've got our very own national Michael Houdini manuna here. He wasn't a fortune teller. Uh, he was actually an escapologist. Nah, he's, he's into magic. Wow. So he wears black fingerless gloves or something. Is that Michael Jackson? <laughs> no, that was one white glove. Oh. <laughs> we don't talk ill of the dead, despite allegations. Um, moving on. The Hood, the, the fortune teller. Houdini rough, is rough. going to predict the future or three possible outcomes of Britain's fragile future. All right. Uh, I'll hit you with the first one. Tell me what you think. I'll, t- I'll tell you on the one at a time and then you give me a response. Yeah. All right. First one. I think Theresa May is going to write a book after she's done as Prime Minister. And that will have a knock-on effect to the Conservative Party leader at the time. So you think she'll either throw some shade or shed some light, maybe? Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll be shade and light everywhere. At the same time? Yeah. She's going to make a shade and light salad, and it's going to be zesty. Like a light shade or a lampshade. Shade and light at the same time. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's a... Right. Does it go any further than that? That's the first prediction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you told me to do a not- Yeah. Um, what sort of stuff do you reckon? Let's put let's put someone in. Uh, let's see. Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. Boris Big Johnson. Boris. Big Bo. Little Bo Peep. Big Bo Peep. <laughs> um, Boris Johnson. Yeah. Put him Boris in. Boris is place. in. What's she gonna say? Right, what do you think she'll say? Okay, so she's in the she's in the um, the closing matters of her book, right? Yeah. She says, "Thank you to my friends and family who I could not have done this without." And on one last note, Boris staggered into number ten, drunk, and held me at knife point. I think it's going to be less serious than that, right? More like, uh, Boris pooed himself in Parliament seventeen times. Why was she counting? Um, they had a um, a little thing on the wall where they scratched a little, um, like a like a scorecard every time he did it. What was it? And would it make a sound like Boris? Would what make a sound? The scorecard. No, they're scratching it with a knife into the wall. Oh, it was like a button they No, no, that's way too advanced just to count someone's poo. <laughs> <sighs> What other ones you got then? Come on. Uh, okay. Um, number number two, Extinction Rebellion will be extinct. <laughs> and uh, nice. yeah, thank you. Very clever. And the founder definitely won't be setting the best example for reducing emissions. So I think they're going to go AWOL. I I think they're going to be exposed. I think it'll end soon and it'll be forgotten about. To be frank. Right. But good prediction, man. Good prediction. Yeah. Uh, it's a good idea. No, it's not a good idea. It's an idea. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Yeah, I got one more. 
I think Nigel Farage and Boris Johnson's sister are going to have a baby together and that baby will defeat Boris Johnson in a future general election. Couple of things, couple of things. Yeah. Did you read the news today? No. All right. I mean, yeah, I did. What was what Boris's sister is actually running for a new Remain party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Right. So it's going to be Remain and uh, Brexit. And Brexit. It's like Romeo and Juliet, Jeremy. Okay, but 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 how what how do we decide which party the kid is going for? UKIP or Remain? You never know. It might be that new change party. Funny fact Nobody's about that. that. You know, <laughs> funny fact about that change party. When they were announcing their name, their name's change.uk. When they were announcing it for the first time in Parliament, the woman accidentally said change.org. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the already existing website. Uh, yeah, and not just that, she got the name of her party wrong. Idiot. Yeah. Idiot. Um, she was a laughing. Star. They went to not Nando's. the good kind. They went to Nando's, didn't they, for yeah. their for their first party meeting? They really wind me up. But Diane Albert should go there and Nando's Mojito yeah. it's party time yeah Diane right Labour haven't treated you well get yourself to change <laughs> change change.org they would embrace your heavy drinking habit yeah I is mean, that libelous maybe <laughs> <laughs> that you may or may not have the woman currently step, who's uh, temporarily leading the party uh, Heidi something Heidi might be Alan I don't know. I'll Google her later. But um, good, good podcast work. <laughs> <laughs> Heidi something. There's not another Heidi on the party. There's like ten of them or something. Uh, Eleven maybe. Um, she just always looks really happy in pictures. And and it makes you think: Are you in this to actually change the UK, or are you just having a, a bit of a, a good an adrenaline rush for starting a new party? Do you know what I mean? She's having half chicken. Unlimited Coke and a frozen yogurt. No, she's done. It's like they've given them a budget for a new party and she's just spent it all on a full chicken at Nando's. Yeah. Extra hot. No, she is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what she looks like. Um, That that wraps up the politics episode rather nicely um, in terms of politics. I'll leave you with one final piece of news. A so, poem from National Michael Jr. Manuna. It's not that. Right. Paul Sinner, brackets the Sinnerman from The Chase, has been voted the second best quiz mat person in the UK. Ahead of oh. Kevin from Eggheads. Kevin, really? Yeah. Which one's he? Is he the one that actually looks like he has an egghead? Uh, I don't know. He's the one who's stupidly clever. I mean, for me, it's the wrong call. Really? It's the wrong call. It's hashtag controversial. Well, who do you think should come first? Comment hashtag controversial under our posts. Um, right. That That's the end of the, the episode. I saw a smart kid online on YouTube recently. You know one of those spelling bee things? Are you smarter than a 10-year-old? No, it was like a spelling bee in yeah. America. Yeah. Or somewhere. What did he spell? Dunno, but it was quite long and he was clever. That's a surplus information from Nashwan. Or superfluous, if you want. Both. I hope you enjoyed the politics episode. We enjoyed making it. Yeah. And um, crafting it in a sort of satirical, clever, witty, funny mm. way that people do on Have I Got News For You, Mock The Week. I think it's important to emphasise that 
politicians wanted to use this stage as as a grounds to whip votes. Which stage? The, this stage, the right. podcasting stage, to 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 whip the audience to their views. And uh, we said, we're not having any of that. Nah, independent. Not the in, not not change party. Not independent in that way. Yeah. But independent. More and actu- in- actual independent. Yeah. Not like the independent newspaper. That's really not that independent at all. No. And the standard. The Guardian. Who are they guarding? Well, the themselves has an exceptionally low standard. Yeah. And the uh, Times. They need to get with the Times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they do. I haven't got any more, so we'll leave it at that. All right, fair enough. Do email in. Yeah. Uh, if you enjoyed the app and um, this is the curve at gmail.com right. uh, like us on Facebook comment share SoundCloud Apple Podcasts come and see me on tour at us as on tour at uh, come to my house get in touch if you want to get tickets the address and the address if you want the address you have to send us a poem yep so thanks for listening uh, catch you on the flippity flip uh, see you later, or as uh, is appropriate. Order. Your captain speaking. Please fasten your seatbelts. We are about to enter overdrive. This is the curve.